Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talk with a Doc, the show where we bring your questions to Providence St. Joseph Health medical experts for insight and information. I'm your host, Mary Renoff, and here with me today is Dr. Thomas Yetman, Chief Executive of Providence Medical Group in Alaska. Today, we're answering your questions about the right place to go for the medical care you need, including express care. Remember, everyone, all of our questions come from listeners via social media. We can be found on Twitter at PSJH and on Facebook under Providence St. Joseph Health. Use the hashtag TalkWithADoc, that's hashtag TalkWithADoc, for a chance to hear your questions in our episodes. Before we start, I want our listeners to know that the information provided during this program is for educational purposes only. You should always consult your healthcare provider if you have any questions regarding a medical condition or treatment. All right, well, let's get started by welcoming our expert today, Dr. Yetman. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for asking me. It's a pleasure. Ah, well, Dr. Tom, as I'm going to call you, sure. tell us a little bit about your background and your role here. Well, I am a physician. I trained in OBGYN and practiced that for longer than I care to mention <laughs> because people will figure out my age. Um, He's 25. <laughs> I've been with Providence for eight years. I just completed my first year here in Alaska. I serve as the chief executive officer of the Physician Enterprise in Alaska. That includes the Providence Medical Group, the Family Medicine Center, which contains the Alaska Family Medicine Residency. Oh, wow. Okay. So we, we serve a broad swath of the community here in Anchorage. And what brought you to Anchorage? Um, the challenge, the excitement of being in a new place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Alaska has some very specific healthcare needs mm-hmm. that Providence is well suited to address. And I worked with Preston Simmons, the regional chief executive, in the past, and I liked him, and, and we think alike. And so when he called me and said, "I think you should apply for this job," I took him seriously. Awesome. Well, we do love Preston. Well, today we're talking about where to go to get the right medical care for what you're experiencing. Um, and so let's start with the mm-hmm. question, how do I know where to go? What are the options? Is it an emergency room, urgent care, primary care? What are my options? So as a little context, anybody that gets health care through their employer knows that health insurance costs a lot of money. Yes, it does. And if you look on your pay stub, that's only 20 or 30% of the total cost. So Everybody in this country is aware that healthcare is very expensive. One of the things that drives that cost up is getting care in the wrong setting. Mm -hmm. ERs are one of the most expensive places to get care. Absolutely. So if you don't need to be in an ER, you should not go to the ER. But some people don't know where else to go. So you mentioned a couple of other settings. Urgent care, that's a step down from ER. Um, Normally they can take care of a number of things but not everything that an ER can take care of. A step down further is primary care office. Most people that have a primary care doctor can make appointments, can go see that doctor. If there's an urgent need, they pick up the phone and call. Sometimes that doctor will dispense advice over the phone Mm -hmm. or have them come in or they'll see a partner physician. There are two new uh, options that we're bringing to Alaska, which are pretty exciting, and that's express care and express care virtual. So express care is a convenient, available, low acuity setting for healthcare needs. So uh, we are gonna be opening a total of five express care locations uh, over the next several months. Those express care locations will be open for 12 hours a day, seven days a week. They will have a, uh, an advanced practice professional, nurse practitioner or physician assistant staffing them, and they will be able to care for most of the common things that come up at any time of the day or night. Cold, sore throat, uh, urinary infection, sick child with a fever. So there's a lot of things that you can do at Express Care. 
the virtual piece is Express Care available on any computer or on any smartphone for a very affordable price. You can download an app on your smartphone, click on the link, go to a, a waiting queue, you can put in your problem, and you will soon be FaceTiming in a secure fashion with an advanced practice professional who can oftentimes say, open your mouth, shine your, right, right. Shine your camera in your throat, let's take a look at things. And they can prescribe, they can order lab tests for you, and they all document in EPIC, which is our electronic medical records. So your primary care doctor knows what happened, we can send those records, we can arrange follow-up with primary care if you need it. So those are, those are some pretty exciting new options, and they're very low cost. Right, right. Sometimes cheaper than what your copay might be to go to an ED, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Many times, insurance companies, if you go to an ED without a true emergency, the copay can be quite high. Uh, oh, I don't think I knew that it was varied based on what you were there for. There are some plans okay. that if you go to an ED but you don't have what's considered a true emergency, the copay can be as high as five hundred dollars. Ouch. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to get surprised by that. And virtual is under a hundred, right? Virtual is forty nine dollars. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and most insurances are accepted, so right. they will bill insurance, and most of the time, your insurance is happy to pay that complete charge because you you used a lower cost venue yeah. of care. Now you said seven days a week, twelve hours a day. Yes. What about holidays? Um, holidays as well. They are going to be have shorter hours, I believe, on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe Christmas Day and Thanksgiving are closed, but I think those are the only days that they're closed. But you can always check before you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You, the, the online option, you can go online to see what, when their appointments are available. Mm -hmm. They have 20-minute appointment blocks, so you can look. If it's 10 in the morning and you, you figure you can get free by 1 o'clock, you can grab an appointment at 1.20 or 140, and it's your timing and your, and, and your convenience is, is paramount. That's amazing. Well, for those listening who are asking, how do I know which is the right place to go for me? How do you make that decision? Like well, if the bone's sticking out, you probably go to the emergency room. <laughs> precisely. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're having something that falls into kind of the traditional, oh my gosh, something bad is happening mm -hmm. to me, uncontrolled vomiting, chest pain, inability to breathe. Um, in those cases, call nine one one. Get right. assessed and get to the where to where you can can be taken care of quickly. Um, for other things, if you have um, a nosebleed, many times those things can be taken care of at home with direct pressure and, and ice. Um, but sometimes if you're on blood thinning medication, right. you need to be evaluated somewhere where they can care for you and take care of that uh, in an aggressive fashion because you can yeah. bleed a lot. Or you've it, been bleeding for three hours and it doesn't stop, right? Precisely, precisely. Um, most... Most folks are pretty good at assessing how sick they are, mm -hmm. how bad they feel. Um, but here's the nice thing about Express Care. If you think all I need is virtual and you talk to the, to the provider on the mm -hmm. virtual app, if they say, you know what, you really need an in-person visit and I'm going to send you to the Express Care location or I'm going to recommend you call your primary care doctor or go to urgent care, there is no charge for that virtual right, visit. Right. Same thing for the in-person express care location. If they can't help you, there's no charge for that visit, and they will help you to get to the right venue of care. If you need the emergency room, they'll call the ED to let them know you're coming. So I speak from experience because I did this last weekend. Uh -huh. So I got vertigo while I was traveling, got progressively worse, did a virtual visit, talked to the doc. He did the assessment and he said, honestly, you need to go into an urgent mm. care because somebody needs to be able to look at you, need to adjust your head, see what happens. 
called, did the urgent care, scheduled it online, mm-hmm. showed up, got in. So first of all, I did the virtual. I talked to a doctor in less than two minutes. Nice. Less than two minutes. It was amazing. Then I got to urgent care. I scheduled it. I got in within five minutes of mm-hmm. my appointment. It was amazing. And I got treated and I got the medication and I got sent home and it was great. So mm-hmm. I can attest to that. But when I got home, less than an hour and a half later, I had an email that said your uh, virtual visit has been refunded. Awesome. Yeah. So I know it works. <laughs> Terrific. Then it's nice when our systems work. Right. Don't you like the verification? <laughs> yes. Well, let me ask you this question. A lot of people go to an emergency room because they don't have a primary care physician. So they don't know mm. who to call. They don't know what to do. So if you if you don't have a primary care physician to ask, is urgent care kind of your next best guess? Well, it. I, I actually would think that the first uh, best step would be express care because what we are doing with express care is if you really need a primary care doctor, if you walk into express care and they say, you know, your blood pressure is kind of high mm-hmm. or your, your blood sugar is a little on the borderline, you need to have this assessed by a primary care doctor. We can help connect you with a primary oh, care doctor. Here in Anchorage, what we'll be doing is talking to the, the the patient and finding out where they live, where they work, and we'll be informing them of their options around those locations. We partner with a couple of community practices to help lead the express care uh, providers. Providence Medical Group also is leading some of the, some of the locations and providing medical direction. So um, we can get somebody hooked up with a primary care doctor of their choice very quickly and Amazing. forward the records. And the records are already there. Yeah, right, because yeah. you're in the same system. Exactly. So you touched a little bit on who was at virtual, but we got a question from the audience that said, do you have the same level of doctors at Express Care that you would at your typical doctor's office? Um, we have several of the same type of providers, but Express Care is is uh, staffed by advanced practice professionals, nurse practitioners, mm-hmm. or physician assistants. Okay. So there's not physicians, not MDs or DOs in Express Care, and the reason for that is MDs and DOs are expensive. Absolutely. And so this is this is intended to be a low cost mm-hmm. venue of care that is connected to physicians who do medical direction and medical oversight, and who interact with the advanced practice professionals on a regular basis just to make sure that their questions are answered and that they they are up to speed. That's great. Well, what about lab work? You said virtual can call in a lab, but mm-hmm. can you actually get lab work done at Express Care? There are some labs that are done at Express Care that are called waived labs. The uh, uh, laboratory uh, people have certain types of labs that have to be done in an accredited lab, and then there are certain labs that are waived that you don't have to have an accredited lab. So they can do um, throat swabs to check for strep. They can do, I believe, an influenza test. There's a rapid influenza test. We can do throat cultures and send them to a lab um, before somebody's on antibiotics. We can take a urine sample and send that to the lab for a potential UTI. Um, But there are some labs that can be done right there on site. That's great. Totally random. Can I get a flu shot at Express Care? At our Express Cares, you should be able to. Okay. In some of the states, Express Cares are co-located in drugstores. Oh, right, like Walgreens. Yes, exactly. And, okay. and in those cases, the drugstore has an, a vested interest in providing those vaccinations. Sure. So the lease excludes us from doing vaccinations. But all of our sites that are coming in Alaska are going to be in freestanding sites. So, yes, I believe you should be able to get a flu shot. Well, here's a good question. Uh, talking about express care versus urgent care, just the two of them, mm-hmm. what's the difference? So urgent care is going to be a higher level of care. Urgent care normally includes the ability to do x-rays. Mm-hmm. 
the ability to do more extensive laboratory work, uh, the ability to suture if you have a laceration or something. Uh, Urgent care would be a great place to go get that cared for and sutured up. Many times if you, if you feel like you may have broken a bone, but there's minimal displacement and there, there's no, like you said, there's no bone sticking out of the skin, <laughs> urgent care would be a good place to get that diagnosed. Okay. They could do an x-ray, they could splint the, the extremity, and they could get you to a referral to an orthopedic surgeon if you needed follow-up. Okay. Express care is more for the less acute problems. If you, if you take a fall from a height, like if you fall off a ladder, express care is not the place to get that evaluated. Um, that would be urgent care or emergency room. Okay. So if I had the flu, um, and I was super, super flu symptoms, let's not go into details. Mm -hmm. Would I be better off going to an urgent care or an express care? If you, if sometimes bad flu can result in dehydration, Mm -hmm. um, if a person is that sick, probably urgent care is a place where they could okay. pop an IV and give you some fluids, give you some medicine on site to be able to control those symptoms. If it's just the typical flu, um, achy, fever, mm-hmm. upper respiratory symptoms, best thing honestly to do, get your flu shot early in the flu right, season right. and then stay home. Don't come anywhere near any Don't, of us. <laughs> do not infect my staff <laughs> at all. Oh. Well, express care is cheaper than urgent care, correct? Yes, okay. very much so. And is there kind of a standard fee or is it really based on your diagnosis? My understanding is that there's a standard fee and oh, okay. I think it's about $149 for a visit. Wow. Okay. If, you, if you get any of those lab tests, mm-hmm. that might be additional. Sure. Uh, and if you get a flu shot, that might be additional too. But the basic price is $149. That's amazing. It's revolutionary for yeah. Alaska. Well, especially if you don't have medical insurance, because $149 is way more possible than $1,500 or $500. Exactly. And a lot of people won't go in for care because they can't afford it. And that's what we want to avoid. Providence uh, St. Joseph Health believes strongly that healthcare is a human right. It's a human and right. And we should not put any barriers up to the, uh, to the obtaining of healthcare. And cost is a huge barrier. Absolutely. Well, we have so much more to catch up on and talk to you about and and questions to take, but we will be right back after this quick break.
we're back with Talk with the Doc, and today I have our guest, Dr. Thomas Yetman from Providence Medical Group, Alaska, and we are talking about express care. So, Dr. Tom, tell me, why would a hospital who has an emergency room tell people not to go to an ER? Well, that's a great question. People who need an ER need to be in the ER. Mm-hmm. And, but I've, every hospital that looks at the people that come to their emergency room realizes that maybe 30 to 35% of those folks could be treated elsewhere. Right. And when they're in the emergency room, it takes up resources. Mm-hmm. It makes the wait for everyone way longer than right. it should be. And it distracts us from our ability to care for the traumas, right. the serious injuries, the serious illnesses. So one of the reasons we want to have alternative venues for care in our community is to lower the overall cost of care. So 35% of people are getting an astronomical bill for an ER visit. If that 35% dropped, then the total cost of care that's being spent to care for the community drops too. Which really gets passed along to the consumer in the end. It it absolutely needs to be, yes. If If the cost for your health insurance goes down of caring for you, then your premiums should go down. Right, right. Well, interesting, too, when you were talking about the wait time, if I go into the emergency room and I don't have a critical situation, I think I have strep throat or something, I'm going to wait a long time because somebody's going to come in with a gunshot or somebody's going to come in with an appendectomy need, right? Many ERs have wait times for the non-emergent, non-urgent patients of of over six hours. Six hours. And that's and that's that's a that's a real waste of time. And and it's not patient friendly. When if you don't feel well, sitting somewhere for six hours, like when I'm not feeling well, I want to be at home in my own bed, in my pajamas. Exactly. Right, just, watching Netflix. Just leave me alone and <laughs> let me cuddle up, yes. Let me go to sleep, wake me up in a mm-hmm. week. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, one question we got was, can I get a prescription refill through Express Care if my doctor's closed? That is open to question. It okay. depends what kind of prescription it is. Not all nurse practitioners or PAs are comfortable prescribing all medications. Sometimes medications have significant side effects. There are some medications, for example, for heart conditions that you have to be specially trained to prescribe. Even a primary care physician can't prescribe that drug. Mm. Um, What we are going to do in Alaska is we're going to have that conversation with our express care colleagues. And if there's a patient that has a need that can't wait and shouldn't wait for the doctor's office to open up again, um, then perhaps express care is a way that they could get that done. Um, the other option, though, is all primary care physicians have after-hours answering services. Uh, all of our, all of the primary care physicians that work for Providence have an on-call doctor. So there is always someone you can call and talk oh, that's to. Good to know. And say, you know, is it okay for me not to take this medicine that I ran out on Friday night? Mm-hmm. And if it's not okay, that physician is, it has access to your medical records. Even at home on a weekend, they have access to your medical records. So they would be able to make the decision and the judgment call whether to refill that prescription or not. That's great. I actually, another personal story. <laughs> Last year, I got bit by a dog while I was on a run. Oh, no. And I did virtual care because it was Thanksgiving morning. Mm-hmm, of course. And I did virtual care, and they called in the prescription, and I went to get the prescription, and the pharmacist said, you actually can't take this with this medication, and this medication is expired, and I called back to them, and they mm-hmm. did the, looked at my medical records and got it all solved. Awesome. So it was great that they were talking to each other, the wow. pharmacy and the virtual guys. Okay. Yeah. And did the dog get a prescription, too? The dog and I have issues. I still see the dog on the run, and I try not to run there all the time, but... Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. We're not friends. Let's just put it that way. I can understand that. 
Well, we'll go back to your questions from social. And um, do I have to have insurance to cover all options? I think we've touched on that. You you don't. No. And it's actually cheaper a lot of times. Exactly. And and all insurances are covered. So state Medicaid, Medicare, commercial insurances, all insurances oh, are accepted in Express That's Care. That's great. Okay. Well, um, how do I get my lab results in Express Care? When you're at Express Care, they will give you the option of signing up for a, a an electronic medical record module called MyChart. Mm-hmm. MyChart is a very convenient way to communicate with your care team. It's also a great way to get test results. Right. I did this myself. I'm going to tell a personal, personal story. story. <laughs> this week, I had lab studies done Tuesday morning on my way out the door to fly to, to the system offices and then come back. Um, and... I, while I was in my meeting down at the system offices, I got a message that I had a new message mm-hmm. on my chart, opened it up. There were my lab results and they phoned a prescription in for me while I was there. I it love was my chart. So convenient. It's amazing. So it, once people use it, it is one of the best patient satisfiers ever Absolutely. because I do not, I'm not a patient person. I don't like sitting on the phone. You and me both. Listening <laughs> to phone trees. So I will do anything to avoid sitting on hold or or, because I the other side of it is having run a medical office. I know how hard it is to manage those phones, the people at the front desk, make sure you're you're meeting everybody's needs. So I will do as much as I can through my chart. And it's such a, it's so easy. I mean, I can check in. When did I get my last tetanus shot? Mm -hmm. I can actually email the doctor and say, should I come in for this or not? And somebody Mm -hmm. went back to me. But it was a really good connection too, because after I did the virtual visit, I got a a call from my doctor and I didn't answer. So they actually sent me a message on my chart saying, just following up. How Mm -hmm. did it go? Anything Mm -hmm. you need to do? Yeah. Yeah. Which I would assume would be a time saver on their part to just send the message. Absolutely. Um, Do you, oh, here's a great question. Do you have mental health services in any of your options? Um, In... Ambulatory care, which is uh, related to primary care. Mm -hmm. We do have behavioral health services embedded in our primary care teams. We have mental health therapists who can do brief counseling, crisis interventions, can help connect people to resources in the community. Um, And that's because in primary care, probably 40% of the visits have some behavioral health component. People wow, are depressed, people number. are anxious. It is a very high number. But there's there's also, in Alaska, as part of Providence Medical Group, we have some of the largest behavioral health clinics in the Providence mm-hmm. St. Joseph Health System. So in, in Providence, we can connect folks to who need a little bit more in-depth behavioral medicine care to psychiatry, to psychology, to licensed counselors. Um, it, I'm really proud of the fact that we meet this need in the community, and it's a need that, that is greater than what we are doing. Oh, I love it. We actually did an episode where we talked about the behavioral health service offerings mm-hmm. in Alaska, and it's so vast, mm-hmm. so many different, and, and the need is so high here. The need is high, and I, I, I asked the director of one of my clinics, I said, okay, is it just that Alaska makes you more crazy, or is it because <laughs> it's a small community <laughs> and everybody knows what's going on with you? And she said, it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, she has seen many people who are come to Alaska on military orders oh, right. mm-hmm. and they're not prepared for the isolation, the darkness, the cold. the cold and, and it can be very stressful, especially if you're young and far from home and you just joined the air force and they yeah. sent you to Alaska. 
didn't send you to Hawaii, sent you to Alaska. Darn. Right? Yes, exactly. Well, Dr. Tom, you've been amazing. And there's a little game we like to play on Talk with a Doc called Rapid Fire. Okay. And I'm going to ask you a series of questions and you're going to tell me the answer. Is it go to express care or somewhere else? And you can choose whether it's emergency room, primary care, or you can just say somewhere else. Okay. You ready to play? I'm ready. You look like you're ready. Let's let's do it. What do I win? (laughs) I can't tell you that yet. Okay. (laughs) By the way, he wears fabulous bow ties. So that might be the prize. It's amazing. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Express care or other setting? Cold or flu? Stay home. Oh, I like it. So you, do you don't need to go if you think you have the flu? If, if you think you've got a flu, unless you're vomiting intractably, maybe getting uh, dehydrated, or if you have a very high fever that won't break with Tylenol, mm-hmm. then you probably need to go to an urgent care setting. But if it's just, I feel crummy, I have body aches and fever, stay home. None of us wants that. No. All right. Uh, nosebleed. Uh, again, depends what kind of bleeding you've got. If it's a nosebleed that's been going on for hours that you have tried direct pressure or ice for, and you're still having brisk bleeding, go to urgent care or emergency room. Um, if you're on anticoagulation medications, mm-hmm. if blood thinners, go to an emergency room. All right. How about ear infection? Ear infection. Um, that's a diagnosis. So I'm going to say kid with a fever pulling at his ear, mm-hmm. sore ear. Um, that's, that could be express care. Um, they are going to be well able to take a look in the ear, diagnose an ear infection, prescribe antibiotics for that child. That's well within their competence range. And, and they, uh, want, they love making little kids feel better. Oh, don't we all, uh, sore throat, sore throat, express care. Okay. Absolutely. Burns. Uh, burns are, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's going to be more than express care. Usually if it's a sunburn, sunburn, right. We can take care of that in express care. But if it's something, if, if there's blistering of the skin, okay. significant blistering of the skin, or if there's any charring of the skin, or if the burn is painless, okay. a painless burn means that the burn has extended into the skin and has killed the nerves. Oh, goodness. That's a very bad burn. That needs to go to the emergency room. Got a little lightheaded there thinking about yeah. that. It's, okay. not a, it's not a pleasant it's thing. Not pretty. Not pretty. Um, okay, here we go. Bladder infection. Bladder infection, express care. Okay. Uh, sports physical. Um, we, in, uh, Washington state, when we opened express cares, we did have the opportunity to do sports physicals in express care. Okay. Most of the time though, those are done in primary care or pediatrics. Okay. Ooh, chest pain. Emergency room. <laughs> I think that's a no brainer, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, fever, which is kind of a various one, right? So fever that is a low-grade fever that you take Tylenol and it goes away but might come back a little bit, um, that's a message on my chart to your primary care doctor or potentially an express care visit. Um, if it's fever that you can't control with Tylenol, uh, I think you definitely need to be seen in person by somebody, and express care is a good place to start. Again, if they, if they evaluate you and do all the studies and see what you've got, and if they can't help you or recommend that you go somewhere else, that visit is free. I just love that. I think we should keep saying that because it's such a, I mean, it's almost like taking a relief from off of somebody, right? It's the right thing to do. It is. Yeah. You know, it really is. I don't is. think people are used to the healthcare industry always making the right decisions because it's the right thing to do. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're right. We, we have spent decades in this country telling people what they should do and telling people uh, what we want and not asking them what they want. And that's true. really why the express care model came about. We asked people, what do you want? Very true. Well, we have a few more for rapid fire. Okay. Uh, allergic reaction or hives? Hives could be express care. Okay. 
allergic reaction can include swelling in the throat and the airway. So if you're having any type of difficulty breathing, Mm -hmm. if your child's having an allergic reaction and they're drooling it because they cannot swallow their secretions, then that that should go to the emergency room. Um, Is spider bite, bug bite kind of similar? Um, If it's just the spider bite, bug bite, then that could be evaluated in express care. it helps if you know what kind of a bug bit you. Right, right. So if it's possible, you know, put it in a baggie or swat it, but don't <laughs> smush it and bring it with you. Sometimes the bugs are the type of bug is important because sure. what can start out as a as a simple spider bite can turn sure. into something a lot worse. Well, like snake bites, right? You need to know is it venomous? Or exactly. Anything? Ooh, a panic attack. Panic attack probably not appropriate for express care. Okay. Um, if you have if you are prone to panic attacks. Um, it could be one of those times when you want to talk to your primary care doctor if they have dealt with this before. Otherwise, I think that's probably urgent care or emergency room, depending right. on how you respond to the panic attack. Poisoning. Poisoning ED. Okay. Always yeah. ED. Yeah. Uh, this one's, I think, going to be hard. Bleeding. I mean, what level of bleeding, right? <laughs> bleeding from where? <laughs> exactly. How long? Where right. is it from? How much is it? Um Use your common sense here. Yes. I think if you're soaking through whatever dressing you're Mm -hmm. putting on the bleeding, you need to go to an emergency room because that is serious bleeding. Um, If you're able to put pressure on it with a cloth or a a bandage and it stops, Mm -hmm. okay. If it's a laceration and there's a significant flap or opening in the skin, yeah, I know you're getting lightheaded again, (laughs) Um, then you need to go somewhere where they can potentially uh, do some suturing. So that would be uh, urgent care or ED. Here's a good one. How about travel vaccines? Again, travel vaccines, usually that requires a specific travel clinic Okay. um, because some of the vaccines are not usually kept in a primary care office. Um, We don't usually vaccinate for cholera or for some of the other weird ones. So so that's going to be a specific travel clinic. Now, if we get to express cares that are embedded in a drugstore like Walgreens, they can do that too. Sure. So most of the times the Walgreens, the CVSs, if you go there and say, here are my travel plans, they'll, they'll inform you what you need. I did not know that. There's a State Department website that will tell you uh, what kind of things you need for wherever you're traveling. That's amazing. Well, we're almost out of time, so I'm going to ask you one of my favorite questions, which is if you wanted anybody listening to know anything about the services that you're offering between Express Care and Express Care Virtual, what's the one thing you want them to leave with? I want them to leave with the knowledge that, number one, this is great care. Mm -hmm. Number two, patients love it. And every express care location we've opened in the system has had the highest patient satisfaction of any other service in that region. Um, five stars, almost uniformly. Uh, very, very high, uh, what's called a promoter score, where patients are asked, would you tell somebody else right, about this? Right. Yes, very high. This is a patient satisfier. So this is, not, this is not a way that they're going to get the care they need and feel they, got, they took the cheaper option. Right. They took the less robust option. This isn't like a happy meal at McDonald's. <laughs> this is a real good service that is a patient satisfier. And I, and I think it's just uh, the right thing to do for our community. 
I love it. Well, I am the number one fan. I have used virtual. I have used Express Care. I've used Express Care in Walgreens. I've made my mother use it. My father use it. My friends <laughs> use it. My neighbors use it. I'm the person on Facebook when somebody says, oh, I think I have the flu. I'm like, have you tried this? Go to Express Care. Here's <laughs> the link. Yes. Um, well, on behalf of Providence, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Should I get a referral toys or something? Uh, a little bit of a, <laughs> a, little, of a compliance a issue there. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Dr. Yetman, for joining us today on Talk with the Doc and to everyone for listening and sending in your questions. We look forward to future topics with more experts from Providence St. Joseph Health. Make sure to follow us on social media at PSJH on Twitter and on Instagram and under Providence St. Joseph Health on Facebook. To learn more about our mission, programs, and services, visit future.psjhealth.org. Thanks for listening.